Unlimited Influence podcast, episode 60. The biggest benefit from having your own business is freedom, the freedom to work when you choose, to create the income you want and to create your perfect life. The reality is it's not always easy though, so it's important to surround yourself with the right people. Join us in my free Facebook community at the Freedom Fast Track and surround yourself with a network of business owners and entrepreneurs who are out there walking their talk just like you. The Freedom Fast Track, because it's time to take your business and life to a whole new level. Hey everyone, Samantha Riley here and I'm super excited to be welcoming today's featured guest, Justin Devonshire. Justin helps coaches, experts, trainers and speakers to attract more clients and create a scalable income by creating expert authority positioning quickly. He's an inspirational speaker and trainer and works personally with seven and eight figure coaching and speaking businesses. His signature program, the Expert Authority Blueprint, helps you turn your expertise into an irresistible package, create a marketing system that attracts leads and converts, and build a strong following using content marketing instead of hard sales. Welcome to the show, Justin. Hey, Samantha. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Yes, and thank you so much for getting on the phone nice and early because you're on the other side of the world and it's early over there for you, so I really appreciate that. It's okay, it's 7am, but thank goodness we have coffee. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so that was a really brief intro, but I'd love you to pull back the curtain a little, Justin, and give us a sneak peek into who you are and what makes you tick. Great. Okay, so I won't go into the whole life story because that could be quite a long time. Basically, <laughs> I started off years ago as a fitness and mindset coach, and after working you know, for somebody else, we all get to that point if, if, if you're any of your listeners have done the job with somebody else, you finally realize that you could probably do it on your own for more of the money, do things your own way and have more creative freedom. So I got to that point, decided to leave the job and set up on my own. I thought it would all be sunshine and rainbows. And I thought, you know, I have life transforming knowledge. Everyone's going to flock to me and, you know, proceeded to, you know, get no customers, slash my rates more and more and more. Uh, and almost pretty much be days away from being evicted from my apartment after not paying rent for three or four months. Mm-hmm. That, that tends to happen apparently. So I realized something wasn't quite right. Something There was something out there I didn't know. And I realized very quickly that even if you are an expert at what you do, that's not enough. And you need to also learn to be uh, seen as a trusted authority on that subject as well, whether it's in your local area or nationally or internationally. So uh, I left the UK where I'm from, moved to a little island called Cyprus over in Eastern Europe. And um, basically, you know, another important thing has been about lifestyle for me. My father retired from, from work when um, he was uh, late 60s and finally retired and, and moved over to Greece. Mm-hmm. And uh, within a month or two, he was bored out of his skin. And um, he told me, Justin, that, you know, don't, don't wait all the best years of your life to, to work and then, and then finally retire and go and live in the sun. He said, if that's the lifestyle you want, go and live in the sun now and build your business around that. So that's what I did. I came to Cyprus. That's when the problem started then. Couldn't get the clients and so on. Uh, and I started looking into what, um, what, what, you know, what really I saw was interesting that people were out there in different industries getting getting loads of clients, but I didn't feel they were necessarily, you know, more of an expert than, than I was. Mm-hmm. Or they were less in some cases, right? Not to demean anybody, but it was just a fact, right? 
And I realized there was a lot more to this than I'd realized. And um, that's why I started learning the, the, the kind of the secrets of expert authority positioning uh, and applying them. And then since then, over the last uh, four or five years of doing that, I've been able to, you know, grow and, and grow uh, not one, but two different um, fitness businesses, uh, gyms, both outsourced in different countries around the world. And then um, held over 300 live events for coaches, experts, and trainers. And um, now, you know, we have a, a marketing agency and we work with, you know, seven um, and eight figure coaches and speakers around the world, helping them get more clients and, and double up their sales. So it's been a wild ride, but it's, um, it's really those two things I believe in is that expert authority positioning for your business, but also looking at your lifestyle and making sure as, you, as we just talked briefly before, before we started the call, you know, getting things on, on the way around your lifestyle, how you want to live and doing that now, not after you've done 30 years of 16 hour days and all that, all that kind of slavery nonsense. Uh, that's the two things I really want, want coaches and experts out there to take on board and, and start thinking about a lot more clearly. Absolutely. Very, very important. Certainly, certainly we're on the same train, I can tell you. I was in a position where I was almost retired at 37, but I'd worked my butt off to get there. But I don't, but the end's never the end. There's always something else. So do what you love doing now. And don't think that it has to happen overnight either. Just know where you're heading and just take the next step and you'll get there. But what you were talking about, and I know that there's probably a lot of people listening in that go, that's me. Uh, you were talking about, you know, you knew that you were good with what you did. You knew that you were better than some of the other people that had more clients. And I know that there's going to be people in this call that are great coaches and are really struggling to get clients. It's I see it every single day. And I know that you would too because it's such an epidemic. Um, mm. So... What's a way that, or give us some tips so that those people can get out there to in step into their authority and get people paying the money, not just, you know, free clients, which exactly you, you touched on that too as well, slashing your rates. I see these clients thinking, oh, maybe it's a money issue. I'll start giving my coaching away and adding value. And I'm all for adding value, but you know, you need to, as you said, you need the money to pay the rent. So, what are some tips that you would have for these great coaches so that they can start bringing in some extra revenue? Great. Yeah. So, you know, there are six main steps I look at, six steps of the expert authority blueprint. And, and you know, this, this question comes down to, to number one. And the first step is what I say to identify your ideal client and learn to speak their language. Uh, this is the number one. This is like 90% of all the rest of the tips, right? 90% comes down to this. Um, a lot of the coaching industry, it, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of coaches and experts. It's based on ego, not in a, not in a like negative kind of, you know, you think you're the best way, but ego in terms of, uh, you know, your mindset is think, is making you think it's all about you being positioned as an expert in authorities. Ironically, it's, it's when, when you talk more about them and the market and their problems, they'll see you as more of the experts, not about talking about yourself. Uh, same thing as if you go to a party, right? And you'll see that the person that was most interested in you and asking you questions is actually the most interesting person mm-hmm. that everyone likes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not about you. And that's the whole paradoxical thing that a lot of coaches don't get. They think it's about, oh, hey, you know, look at my 20 Lamborghinis and my Rolex watch and this kind of thing just to show how good I am so you can trust me. And 
it doesn't work anymore. So the first thing is know your customer and speak their language. Too many experts there that are speaking about themselves, their credentials, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. And they're also speaking about, well, they're speaking, what I call this speaking expert. They're speaking terms and jargon and talking about things because they're actually trying to impress other experts most of the time. <laughs> that but is other so experts, true. <laughs> yeah, but they're not speaking client. And, you know, one little test was, was back as, in my days as a fitness trainer, as one example, and I was putting out their adverts and, and, and content that I thought people would want because it's what I wanted. So I was saying things like, you know, we did one like little test where I did one, one piece of content was saying, uh, going to females and saying, you know, sign up for my gym or do my program and you'll get like a rock hard stomach. All right. And then, and then, you know, it wasn't responding that well. So I put a different advert out and we just changed from get a hard stomach to get a flat stomach. Mm-hmm. And the response went up like 30%. Mm. And, you know, because we start speaking the client's language then, right? And then you understand you ha- you've got to really know what they're thinking, what their struggles are, and talk about those things and connect with them at their pain point level. So again, most experts talk about themselves and therefore they talk about their solutions. But if you haven't talked about the customer and their problems yet, they, they don't really um, attach. You're not meeting them where they are. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a big first thing I would see. A couple of tips for that. Uh, I mean, Samantha, you've probably heard of or maybe done the, the perfect day exercise, right? Every, every coach at some stage has definitely done that. Right. So here's my question. Have these coaches, if you're listening, you've done that exercise for yourself. Have you done it for your clients? Right. Have you actually thought and visualized a day in the life of your, your prospect? Right. And what would they want their ideal life or average day to be? Mm. That's a very, and you know, you do this, you're not going to, you're guessing, you're not going to get it all right, but it's going to be a heck of a lot closer than no guess at all. So try and do this exercise, spend half an hour and do this for your, your prospect. When they wake up in the morning, how do they want to feel? Who do they want to be with? What do they want to do? What kind of emotions do they want to experience? Right. And if you do this exercise just alone, you're going to have way stronger copywriting and content marketing skills instantly. Absolutely. And so that's one good thing I'd always tell people to do. And then do list that out for them. Think of the core emotions they'd like to feel. Is it freedom, confidence, you know, security? Then look at some situations, like physical situations in their life that would manifest those emotions. So if it's, you know, confidence, well, confidence doing what? It can be confidence when they, you know, walk down, walk down the street in their favorite dress and turn heads or confidence when they lead that board meeting and, and, and win the deal, right? Or whatever it could be for your prospect. Do that first and know where they want to be. And then a second little exercise is then go into the mind of your prospect and list down five to 10 excuses or obstacles or perceived blocks in their mind, how they would phrase them of why they can't have those things. Mm-hmm. So your customer's thinking, you know, I'm not good enough for that, or I'm too tall, or I'm too short, or I'm too thin, or I'm too fat, or whatever it might be, right? Or haven't got the money, or I've got, you know, I've got four kids, or whatever it might be. List down then the, the top objections people would have, perceived or real, that would stop them living that ideal lifestyle. That is going to give you months worth of content marketing that is now less about information 
you know, because all the coaches out there are experts and natural teachers, and they're trying to inform when really first your prospects need you to connect. Mm. They're looking for connection before information. You know, you and, and, and we all know this, right? We've all put out, you know, the, the, the 10,000 word blog post, you know, with the 167 steps to change your life, and you get three likes. <laughs> Right, and you're like, and who, like, who wants like to even read that? Exactly, right. And then you see, you know, because then a day later you see like a, a like a, a meme about a cat gets 500 shares from somebody else, and you're like, mm. what's going on with the world? Yeah, and it's because that's that's the stuff that you know people want that connection first of all, and then they'll they'll want to find out more about your information, your steps, and your tips. Mm. But again, again, most coaches are stepping in there with. Learn this, learn this, 100 facts for this, 100 you know, steps for this. And people, aren't in, people need to be inspired and connected before they can be educated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that's the, the number one thing I would say for most coaches. Um, connect with the audience, know what they want, know their pains and problems, and talk on that level to them. Mm. To understand you have this pain. I understand you feel this is an objection. Um, and one more, one more quick tip I see a lot in the industry as well is don't demonize people's objections uh, a lot of coaches and experts you know they 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 um i see it all the time in a lot of industries where people get they lambast their market for having objections right mm-hmm. so it's like oh you know you just don't want it bad enough right or you don't want this or you know kind of like if someone has an objection and and they attack the market for it almost do you know what I mean? Have absolutely. You seen that? You know, you absolutely. And the first thing that's coming up is when you do that, you're actually polarizing them because who wants to have the finger pointed? You're more likely to push back from that kind of advertising or marketing than leaning in and connecting with that person that's delivering the message. Yeah, because you know, people don't realize that only, only 7% of their market are in the stage to be learning information about a solution or taking action on that. Mm-hmm. So 93% of your market are going to be the people that have those objections, uh, have the excuses, as we say. Uh, but really, if you can just learn to connect with those people, you'll open up to 93% more of your market. So rather than think, you know, oh, you're just, you just don't want it bad enough or, or whatever it might be, or, oh, if you can't afford it, you know, and not, you're not willing to max out seven credit cards, you're not a real entrepreneur on this kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Why, don't you just, why don't we just learn to connect with those people and say, hey, you have this objection, I totally get it. You know what? It is tough. You know what? You are short on time. You are a busy mum, you know, or it is expensive um, getting a business off the ground these days. So, and then then one of the coaches then, you know, modify their programs and offers and options to do something about that. That way you're going to win the market easily. So, you know, back when I, in my fitness days again, we made our sessions down to 25 minutes, you know, short, intense sessions to get better results for people. So where well, the other personal trainers would, would get, you know, the obstacle of, oh, I haven't got time. I'm, I'm with kids. I'm busy. I'm a mom, mm-hmm. you know, a single mom with three kids. And they're just like, you don't want it bad enough, right? You'll find the way. When there's, and they just throw, you know, inspirational quotes at you or whatever. Like, <laughs> when, when there's a hill, there's a way. You have the results. <laughs> right? Like, I was like, oh, hey. You know what? I can't. You know, I'm not. I'm not a mum. Obviously, you know, I'm not. A, I'm not a single parent. I can't imagine how busy and stressful it must be for you. And I totally get that. But I know you want this, and I know you want to get in shape. So that's why, you know, at our company, we've made our sessions 20 minutes long, three days a week, and come up with a formula that'll help you get the same results in 20 minutes as you would in 90 minutes at a regular gym. Does that sound like that would help you a lot more? Mm. 
And they're like, oh, like, wow, you're speaking my language. Like, wow, take my money. Yeah, because they're finally feeling heard and they're finally feeling accepted. Like, oh, my goodness, like, you know my problem. And, you know, even while you were saying that, I almost felt like the relief coming out of my body instead of that that objection that you normally have when someone's trying to push their product under your nose. Instead, it's it's um, you're more open to connect with that person and listen because especially these days, like social media is great, but people are feeling less connected, you know, on a whole. So if you're listening to them, it's going to give you such a point of difference. That's it, you know, and that's why that that, that step number one. That's really, you know, if you just did took that away and just did that, uh, everything else you do in business is going to be 10 times more effective just by doing that one thing. Mm, totally. So, Justin, I'd love you to share with us what your business is right now and who you serve. Uh, right now? So, I mean, I'm involved in a few different, different things. Um, my business right now, I basically have the consultancy. Uh, we have a marketing agency as well. And... Um, you know, we offer products and services, you know, down from, down from, you know, $50 a month kind of, you know, membership style programs up to my top clients. You know, we do done for you services with revenue shares, equity deals, um, things like that. And I have equity stake in a number of other companies as well. And so basically though, again, it's all about the lifestyle. So the main thing for me is, is like you do, it's, it's making it work around my times. You know, I like to get up in the morning early, you know, do calls or make content first half of the day, get that all done. And then, you know, take the rest of the day for myself. Mm. And um, I do a lot of traveling as well. We have, you know, a live event component to our business too. So we have events, you know, this year planned out already for uh, Cyprus, Romania, London, uh, Singapore, Dubai. I'm teaching in Thailand, uh, Poland, and a few others. So that's kind of how, you know, the live events go then. We, we do those events for coaches, consultants, experts, whether it's retreats, masterminds, free seminars, one day workshops, uh, luxury retreats and all that. So, you know, there's, there's, there's a large part of my business that is automated mm-hmm. on the lower end, you know, so, you know, lower price products, like I said, you know, be adaptable to your market and have an option for everyone. So, uh, this is actually, and this is actually step two, where it comes to step two of the blueprint is then to create your uh, product suite around your lifestyle and around giving the customer multiple options to work with you. So a lot of coaches, a big mistake they have is they only have one price point mm-hmm. because it's all time for money stuff, right? So they have to charge a higher fee, right? And that causes a problem then that because they charge a higher fee, they've got to get, they've usually got to get better sales skills, right? And then they also got to learn, you know, more, you know, ninja marketing techniques, right? Because they need more leads. Because <laughs> yeah. they need they need or so leads to get one sale because That's they're asking right. a higher amount of money. So that leads them then to then go and have to learn all the sales copywriting skills, all the NLP, all the you know objection handling, all the ninja marketing funnels, right? And that takes away their time from actually doing important stuff like making content, connecting with their market, and serving their customers, mm-hmm. right? And so. That one mistake of just only having that one price point really opens a whole can of worms. And it's not really a business. I would, I would, I would advise experts and coaches to know that you're not in the coaching business. You know, there is no coaching business. You're in the information publishing business, really. You're an expert that publishes your information. Coaching is one way of delivering your information, right? That's, it's like Starbucks saying they're a, they're a mocha company. 
Well, they're not. They're a coffee company. Mocha is just one of the coffees you can get from them. Yes. Right. And so I believe then, you know, that market that, that are not ready to work at the higher level, the mid or higher level with you, we can still help them, right? Let's, you know, make an automated product, get an online course. Uh, and the key is that it's automated or very, very time leveraged. So it takes only a couple of hours a week of your time, and then you can have a scalable income from that. Then at the higher end, you know, we have clients that want to pay you two, three, five, ten thousand a month. That's a good use of your time, or they could be um, out uh, done for you services, and all done for you services are outsourced from you. I have an agency that do that. So that's another thing. If you do done for you work, the biggest mistake is you doing it, right? If you're a coach expert and you offer done for you, you don't do it. No. Some, you get someone to do it for you and train them on your system to do it because that's going to take a big bulk of your time. And then your time is left in the middle with the kind of do it together services, uh, the more time for money stuff. But now that time for money stuff is a lot more leveraged because you're either doing things like live events where people will enroll onto these higher or lower ticket programs. And I see then the, the do it together stuff is more like your, it's more like um, a facilitator. It's, a, it's your, you're facilitating people to move them up or down or where they need to go. Mm, mm. And that's really what I'm doing, like a traffic controller. Oh, hey, you know, you might need this bigger, like done for you service. Let's upgrade you to that. Or, oh, hey, you want this low ticket, you no know, membership option or product? Let's move you down to that. And that's where I use the one to one time for. So it's a lot more bang for my buck. And I'm actually growing my outsourced part of the business at high, at high, which is, which I pay more money to people to do, but there's, you know, um, bigger fees or the lower part of my business, which is automated and high profit margins. And that's like a kind of business setup that I teach. Uh, I call it the product pyramid. Mm. And that's what I teach to coaches and experts, which really gets them a lot more freedom and gives a lot more options to their market as well. Absolutely. Because there is only two currencies. It's either time or money. So you have to work out what's more important for you. And then, you know, like you said, if you've got all of the different product suites or, you know, multiple products, some of them you will leverage time and some of them you leverage money so that's that's a great a great way to look at it but something i wanted to touch back on that you said was actually quite a bit ago now you you were saying you know that you set up your business because you love to travel and you're doing all of these events and what i want for people that are listening in be very very aware of what it is that you want your ideal life to be like and then create your business around that because I'm, I'm like you, Justin. I love to travel. So I like to do live events because I get to go to different places and see different people. But I was, I was chatting to someone the other day. Um, it was a single mum and she's got a little daughter that's, uh, preschool age. So not at school yet. And she was a speaker and she said, but I don't want to be on the road. I'm a single mum with a one year old. So she's completely restructured her business to be completely leveraged so that she can be at home. So I think it is really important to be very, very clear on what it is that you want your life to be like before you start to create new products. Yeah, definitely. You know, and that's, you know, speaking is just a, it's just a strategy. It's just a ta- tactic, you know, doesn't mean you have to do that. And uh, I was the same last year. I had a bit of, you know, I was, I was, I did a lot of traveling the year before that. So last year I, I just took a year off traveling really. I did, I did, went to you know two or three places, but I mainly stayed here in Cyprus, and I decided to bring everyone to me for a change. So I held three luxury retreats in Cyprus, started putting on more seminars locally, you know, in my hometown. And uh, yeah, I adapted to that and said, I'm not going anywhere. Let's pull everyone over here. 
and now this year, now I'm actually getting the bug again to go and travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've had your time. Okay, mm. so you were back working in the gym and at that time where you weren't making, you know, a huge amount of money and you were struggling to pay the rent, you weren't very well known. You weren't positioning yourself as an expert or an authority and I'm guessing that you spent some time during that phase on building your personal brand. So I'd love you to share with us, you know, what what was that point where you made the switch and figured it out and what did you do from there to start positioning yourself as that expert? Great question. So so basically what happened, I, I'd left the gym in the UK, I moved over to Cyprus and I had my own um, kind of like fitness group program going on over here. Just it was like an outdoor area, so I couldn't afford a, like a studio or anything. And uh, like I said, it'd been a couple of months, and you know, no clients were coming in, or they weren't staying, or I was just charging so little that you know they didn't value it and didn't stick around anyway. And uh, the time that switch happened, you know, I was I was in my apartment at the time, and it was like a like a late evening, and I saw like uh, headlights, like car headlights from outside, and I saw it was the uh, the landlord. Right. And he'd been calling and emailing things for days. He'd usually call and email to get the rent money. And now it'd come to a point and I knew it in my heart. It was like, he's come, he's come to like get the money. And, and, um, that was like the lowest point for me where, you know, I literally just kind of hid behind the sofa, turn the lights off. And then he was banging on the door and I was just like, they like scared to even do anything. Mm. And, um, basically just sent a letter in saying, you got three days to pay your rent or you're out on the street. And that's when literally at that point, I realized, you know, I looked at the emotion. It was just, it was just fear up to that point, you know, fear of getting out there, fear of being judged as not as good as other people. And that's what I think a lot of coaches have, this fear of getting the message out because, because of this ego and comparison to other people, mm. you know, the life is comparing themselves against Tony Robbins, um, you know, the fitness coaches comparing themselves to, you know, whoever's big in that industry. The business coach, it's like, you know, I haven't made the same money as Frank Kern. Do I deserve to be doing this? And, you know, this kind of yeah. nonsense. And at that point, though, that's when, you know, the, uh, you know, you know, like, you know, we have the emotional scale. And what happened is that tipping point then pushed my fear into anger and just anger at myself for just being like, what, what the heck am I doing? And, and why am I so scared? And when you're forced into action like that, um, I think some primal instincts kick in and the fear just actually vanishes at that point. When you're at breaking point, you've hit the bottom, the fear just evaporates because you, you can't get any worse. So literally, I was like, right, I'm going to go in a whole opposite direction. I'm, I'm going to stop trying to tell people how good I am. I'm going to show them and I'm going to demonstrate my value. And I thought that's the best way to stand out. I said, if I've got these skills, why can't I just go and prove it to people? That's going to be the best way to do that. And I literally went out there and the next week. I just knocked on all the doors in my area. I stopped every kind of female on the street or at cafes, restaurants, bars, at the supermarket checkout, anywhere. And I just said, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna train 100 people for free for one month, conditionally, you know, to give value, but strategically and conditionally. I said, I'm gonna get 100 women. I'm gonna train them for a month, and in return for that. They, you know, they can tell their friends about me who can then pay my, um, my regular fee. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I went out there and I asked, you know, I literally spoke to, you know, more than, more than 200 people in the next week. And I told them this crazy offer I had. I said, look, I, I want to get people. I need to train people. I need to get, I need to get some money. I need to get my name out there. So I'm just going to do it for free. And then in return, you know, you help me out with this and this. 
And, you know, half the people thought I was just a crazy person. <laughs> uh, the other 25% said yes and then didn't show up on the first day. And then about, you know, about, about, about 30 to 30 to 35 people actually came. And, um, you know, out of those 30, 30 people in that month, um, in the first couple of weeks, they would give me like lists of people to call. You know, one woman was like, Hey, here's 15 people. I run a salon. Here's 15 of my clients who would love to. I told them what I'm doing and they would love to do something with you as well. Give them all a call. At the end of 30 days, then I had, um, of course, you know, five or six of those people referred a bunch of paying customers to me. Yes. And the ones that couldn't refer or didn't want to refer, they just said, how do I pay you to carry on? This has been amazing. Wow. So, so it's like the, the drug dealer method, you know, just get them hooked with a sample of it, get them results. And they don't want to leave. Yeah. So talking to all of those people, I'm really intrigued to dive into that because a lot of people are scared to even approach people. I don't know if you mm -hmm. find that, but, yeah. was, but you had your back to the wall. You really didn't have any options at that point except for, you know, go home with your tail between your legs. What did, you know, going out there and talking to 200 people, how did that play out in your business? Because I'm guessing that probably over time that you realized that it was easier to speak to people than what you'd originally thought? Yeah, well, you know, it's just like getting into a flow of it. You know, it, it's a couple of things. First, it's just practice and doing it and then realizing the rejection we fear is is nothing like you think it is. I mean, no one no one went crazy and slapped me or anything. People were just like, um, no, thanks. I'm good, but I'll tell my friends about it. And then um, after you do three or four of those, you're like, oh, that's the worst I've been fearing, someone saying no thanks. Yeah. And, um, it just takes breaking through that one little mold and, and then, and then you'll be on your way and you'll get momentum. And so, and, and, and the other thing, of course, is also you got to look at if you're not wanting to get out there and talk about what you do, then do you really believe in it that much? Yeah. You know, if you have the cure for some illness and that you knew somebody had, right, you'd be out there and tell them, Hey, I've got this cure. Take a look at it. See if you want to use it, but take a look at it, right? Yeah. And you wouldn't, if someone did that, like a fa family member did that for you, you wouldn't see them as pushy, right? Because it's not about the words we use, it's the energy behind the words. If someone, if, if your words and your, say, pushiness or your eagerness for them to try the program is in alignment, they can see, oh, okay, this person cares. They want me to do this because they obviously believe in it and they, and they think I need it. So I should probably check it out. If you're, if you're telling people the words that to do this and, and try this out, but you don't believe in it, they're going to, they're going to pick up that incongruency. And that's when we, we get a lack of trust. Yeah. And we're like, mm, this sounds like hype, right? Hype is just, you know, the belief and desire that isn't matched up properly. And, um, so, you know, I realized I got that point where I was like, I, I really believed in what I did. I was really an expert because I spent so much time learning how to be an expert and, learning no time how to connect with people, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, I figured that out. And yeah, and after 30 days, you know, like I had the first 30 days, I gained, uh, the next month I had about 15 paying clients. The month after that, I had then about 40 paying clients. Yeah. And a few, and about 10 people left on the free program who were my best referral sources. And they were just, they were like really influential local people you know, always putting the word out there, you know, like, like a radio show host, a salon owner, someone from a BNI network. And they were just like pulling five, six leads in every week for me. And then after that, you know, after 90 days, it was just almost up, just up to a, a very low six figure income. Mm, mm. Yeah. Business is very much like 
pushing the boulder. It takes a lot of force to get it moving, but once it's moving, the momentum keeps it going. So, uh, you know, who can you reach out if you're listening and who can you reach out to, to, to have people know what it is that you do and what it is that you want, the kind of people that you want to work with and the kind of problems that they have and the outcomes that you can help them achieve. That's super, super cool advice. So, Justin, how, for people that are listening in, how can they stay connected with you? So the best place to find me is always on Facebook. Um, usually on there, so you can just type in Justin Demchat on Facebook. If you do want to learn more about, you know, we didn't get a chance to go into all the six steps of the blueprint today. So what I did is I made a little um, guidebook. It takes about seven or eight minutes to read. It's, just, it won't, it's not a big drain of your time. And if you want to get this book, it just goes into the six steps, uh, outlines some more of those. So you have a more of an actual blueprint of some things you can apply to your business. We just talked about two of the principles today. There's four more, which are very important as well. And uh, I believe you can get that at justindevonshire.com forward slash free dash gift. Um, I'll pop the link for that as well. So I will definitely yeah, be putting that in the show notes. So I suggest that you head over to that page and then you can just click through and and get Justin's model, I guess, what it, your ebook. Justin, you've given That's, a yeah. ton of value bombs today. There were so many things I could have dived into a deep dive, but I knew that we were, you know, the clock's ticking away in the background. If you were able to sum up everything that we've talked about, you know, and, and take out the most important, you know, aha moment or piece of advice for anyone that's listened in to us for, you know, the last 35 minutes, what do you think that would be? Samantha, it would be, as an expert, you're a natural teacher and you want to give people information, but you're missing the first critical step of any relationship, which is the inspiration phase. So I would remember this one quote and write this down. People... Don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And if you remember that with any piece of marketing or content or any tweet or Facebook post or billboard ad you ever make, you'll realize that people will come to you before you even, if if you get the connection right and you talk about their problems, they'll come to you and trust you before you even ever mention a solution, right? Because they they think if if, if you know their problems enough, they will trust that you must have a solution. And so connection before giving information, that's the one thing I would sum this up as. Awesome, awesome advice. And, you know, if you're listening in, go back and listen again. I've taken a ton of notes here myself and I know that even when I go back and listen that there will be more gold nuggets coming out. So, Justin, thank you so much for sharing your value bombs with us today. I really appreciate it and, you know, have a great day. Thanks so much, Samantha. It's been great. The biggest benefit from having your own business is freedom, the freedom to work when you choose, to create the income you want and to create your perfect life. The reality is it's not always easy though, so it's important to surround yourself with the right people. Join us in my free Facebook community at the Freedom Fast Track and surround yourself with a network of business owners and entrepreneurs who are out there walking their talk just like you. The Freedom Fast Track, because it's time to take your business and life to a whole new level. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Unlimited Influence Podcast. You'll find the show notes over at theaccelerantgroup.com. It's your time to shine.